welcome everybody to Funeral Nation episode 220. That is Jeff the Funeral Commander Harbison. I am Ryan Thogmartin and we have a very special guest, John Heal from Legacy.com with us today. Excited to have John on the show, but uh, we we couldn't make this show possible without uh, Jeff and the family at CNJ Financial. Uh, they're powering the Funeral Nation show. So Jeff, Jamie, the whole crew, thank you for that. We may be the largest insurance assignment company in the funeral profession, but that doesn't mean we've lost touch with our roots. Here in Rainbow City, Alabama, our priorities still come down to a welcoming smile and a handshake that says we keep our promises. With all the tools and technologies that assure blazing fast turnaround, what really matters is much more old school, personal responsibility, integrity, relationships, and the pride that comes from hearing yet another client say, you came through for us when it mattered. CNJ eliminates the challenges that funeral homes have in processing insurance death claims. If cash flow is vital to your business, welcome home. Jeff, you are attending a virtual gathering this week. Yeah, it's uh, it's virtual and it's in person. Oh, I met uh, in person. Well, I'm so used you know what, virtual. Ryan? It's okay. Yeah, no. uh, it's you're in a different time zone for a change. I've been up a long time. Uh, yeah, the MKJ Marketing C Summit uh, is this last couple of days, and I am happy to report that uh, people are here in great attendance. They uh, provided an opportunity for some to be um, virtual, uh, but there's a greater amount of people here that are meeting. And when I say here, I met the Ritz Carlton in uh, Naples, Florida. You know, the, the tough duty I'm doing is just incredible. But anyway, yes, Jamie and I here together. Um, interesting that uh, we found with meeting with people that we've known for years, they are really interested now and coming on board with us because the world has changed. Yeah. And so firms that didn't consider, you know, uh, using CNJ in the past now, they're approaching us. So um, if you're not working with someone, and even if you are, you need to reach out to us so we can help you because uh, things are not getting better in some respects for revenue per call. Uh, you need to focus on your serving families and your staff and let us take care of the tough work. Love it. Love it. Well, speaking of change and evolving, uh, let's bring John into the conversation. John, thanks for being with us this morning. Please introduce who you are for the one or two people that, that may not know. <laughs> well, first of all, thank you guys. It's always good to, uh, to reconnect. I was sitting there thinking that, that you guys actually kicked off the first unconference in funeral service about a year ago when the pandemic really started to buckle down. And here we are that this is the norm you know, and doing what we're doing and encouraging to see you back out on the road, Jeff. Uh, I took my first trip this past week as well. And great to be out again with uh, funeral directors, colleagues and friends, and just with people in general. But, um, you know, thanks for the opportunity to join you guys here this morning. And, you know, I'm, I'm John Yield. I'm just a funeral director up in the Boston, uh, Massachusetts area. And, you know, I've had a role with legacy.com It'll be six years in, in May, and I came to them through an acquisition of, an, of another business, Tributes.com. But um, in the funeral business, kind of per se, and, you know, had built the funeral home, sold the funeral home. Um, and, you know, without saying it, it, 
you know, I, I have a lot of uh, gratitude for what these funeral professionals are doing in every day, day in, day out. Um, and it certainly is not going unnoticed here at Legacy. You know, these we call them trying times, but the reality is that they do it 365 days a year. So we yeah. we certainly do appreciate it. And and really, you know, to, to, to pivot a little bit, you know, with respect to Legacy.com, there's there's been a lot of noise in the market. And, and we had grand plans, maybe like a lot of other companies, to kind of, you know, share our story and control the narrative around what legacy is, who we are, what we do, how we work with funeral homes. And, you know, we are, we are taking the opportunity to do that here today um, because, you know, some of the stuff that's out there is not entirely truthful. So I'm just excited to share more about legacy and what we're doing for funeral homes across the country. That's awesome because, you know, uh, if you saw our show a few back, we were actually involved with uh, some, legislation and work with FEMA in Washington and uh, Leslie Witter with uh, NFDA came on and you know you have the news media and then you have reality and so uh, we're grateful that you're here to make sure that reality exists so share with us some of the things and benefits uh, that from your perspective for our funeral home owners and our industry. Yeah, so, I mean, the background on Legacy is that it, I call it a very, very old startup. Really, it started in 1998 by Stouffer Bartle, who's still our CEO and founder and a, and a wonderful kind of visionary who, who's created some great culture. But he rolled out to funeral service in 1998, was at the Kentucky Funeral Directors Association with a booth saying, we want to build websites for funeral homes. And it didn't go well, right? They just, the profession wasn't ready for it, so they had to pivot. And fortunate for them, they found some significant and strong relationships within the newspaper industry. And for all intents and purposes, for the last, you know, 25 years, they have been the software infrastructure for most of the major newspapers across the country. So, Jeff, the Naples Daily News, um, in Scottsdale, Ryan, or Phoenix, you know, all of the different newspapers, legacy is the software infrastructure behind when a funeral director places a print obit, it goes online. And it's simply powered by legacy.com. So we've done that, but I think what's what's really not known well in the profession is the thousands of funeral homes that we work with across the country. From very small monpa uh, operations to large independents to some uh, consolidators. At the end of the day, they're all providing funerals. So we have significant relationships in this channel. And as I said, there's, there's just some stuff being put out there that um, that's not really true about legacy, but that's fine because you know, we look at what we do, and, and Ryan, you and I have talked about this before, but, you know, what, what is the value of the obituary? Our, our core business is really helping funeral homes distribute the announcement of a loved one's passing. And the way in which we do that, you know, to our credit, and I, you guys know me, and I'll never come across as arrogant or boastful, but the reality is that Legacy gets over 40 million monthly unique visitors to the site every month. So as a funeral home, it tells me, I think I should be there. Um, but what's been challenging is that there's been information that said you should only have your web, your obit on your website. And, you know, we look at what the value of the obituary is. It's to notify the community of a death, right? Celebrate, celebrate a life. Drive awareness of your brand. Tell as many people as possible. And, you know, um, one of the ways in which we do that is, you know, Funeral homes want to have their obituaries put onto legacy.com. So, so based on the fact that we've got that traffic and some of the SEO value that we do, we help them reach a completely different audience than the, what they're getting now. And 
you know, I put my funeral director hat back on and I say, I always want the families at my website. And for the families that know to go to healed funeral homes, they're going to go there. Legacy and the newspaper aren't even relevant. But when they don't, where do they go and how does my brand show up? So, you know, we are really helping funeral homes increase their overall awareness. Um, and we've got some really unique offerings to funeral homes that, you know, in one way or another will help their business. Maybe not all the tools, but there are some in there that I think can truly help them. And, and, and here's, here's, we've rolled out a solution to the, to the funeral profession called Legacy Pro. At a very high level, it is providing market intelligence. I know funeral homes track their competitors. They, they, they want to have a litmus test as to how they're doing in a market. And the way in which they do it is all over the map. They may have someone at the end of the month who's got to go and do a tally, go to all the different websites, go to the newspaper properties. So we now provide market intelligence for funeral homes across the country. You tell me who you want to track, we'll give you a dashboard, you log in, you'll see the call volume by location. The other thing is that we're doing is syndication. You know, the, the reality is that the, the number of news obits being placed in the newspaper goes down every month. It's just, it is what it is. And, and maybe it's because of the price of the obit or the relevancy. And those are two main objections, but funeral homes and consumers want to have their obits on our network. So we'll syndicate their content. But when we do that, and this has been one of the biggest rubs against legacy, and I'm not defending it because for most part, it's been true. We get the, um, the statements, you steal traffic and then you sell flowers. So first of all, we don't steal traffic. We, we, we syndicate the obits on here and we drive value, awareness, branding for your funeral. If you want to participate with Legacy, we will pay you revenue share on flower sales. It's just what we should be doing. If your obits are on our site and we're monetizing them, let us have you be a part of the equation. And that, that hasn't been in the past, but, but it's a completely different thing. And then, um, you know, Ryan, you and I always talked about a little bit about these, uh, our, our funeral home directory. Mm -hmm. We have a funeral home directory that has significant traffic size and scale. People are going to Boston or Naples or Scottsdale to find funeral homes. So I will never say that we're the Yelp of funeral service, but to, to put some color around it, you know, to make sure that your listing on our directory really shines and stands out different from your competitors. So, so that was, that was a mouthful, but at a very high level, there's a bunch of different features that we're providing funeral homes. And, you know, it, it's up to us to prove our value. And we want you to try it. Like, just try it. No, no charge. Just learn. And, um, you know, I think funeral directors by nature are very pastoral uh, and they're emotional. And when they're getting information from uh, a source that isn't giving them what is true, they do get emotional and they get worked up. But if they can put that aside and just listen a little bit in terms of why would I want to work with a company like Legacy, it's, it's pretty apparent that, you know what, there are good things that you're doing and, I, and how can I be a part of it? So hopefully yeah. that helps, Jeff. I know that was a loaded question, but. Um, well, it, it was a bit and you explained it really well. And I think, you know, that the value that you guys bring to our business, number one, um, 40 million hits a month okay, that people are going to visit. There's not another website besides the Funeral Nation show that gets that much traffic <laughs> in the entire funeral space, 
All right. So there, there has to be, you know, from our profession, there has to be acknowledgement, you know, from us in the field and owners and directors that that's a positive thing for our industry. And, you know, listening and understanding what you guys do, you really are an advocate and help funeral homes. But it's a matter of them really, I think, better understanding what the benefits are. Well, yeah. you look at it this way, too, Jeff, um, you know, restaurants kind of similar to funeral homes in that they're standalone operations. Do they think it's not good business practice to have them, their business represented on, on Yelp, you do, use DoorDash, a Google listing, anywhere and everywhere in which to get their name out is what, they're, is what they're doing. Yet we've got some mindsets where I only need it on my funeral home website, um, you know, and really the website business for funeral homes has shifted. You guys have seen it, right? You've been a part of it where it's, it's yeah. been you know, pay to play, build a website. Now it's shifted to free and all e-commerce. Well, I don't know of a funeral director that went into this business to sell flowers. That wasn't the primary reason. It doesn't say healed flower shop. Oh, by the way, we do funeral barrels and cremations. So we will acknowledge that because we want to, you know, it's certainly a viable part of the business from an e-commerce perspective. But if we can drive more traffic, branding, awareness, physical people to a funeral home because of the notification of an obituary. At the end of the day, I want more people through my front doors, right? That's my form of marketing. And, and, and the obituary is probably one of the best ways in which to market your business. You just happen to put it in the newspaper and the family pays for it. And that's not a bad thing, but boy, there is so much value and opportunity to helping a family share that someone they love passed away, but for you to market your business. Yeah. And I, and I, you know, John, you and I have had a lot of conversations about this kind of off camera and especially over the last 18 months as Legacy Pro is being developed and you're telling the story. And I think it's important that you're on a show like this where you can start to control some of that narrative because they're, you know, the, the stories are out there. And, you know, I would say in the last six years, the way that Legacy, since you've been on board, has partnered with funeral homes, there's a whole lot of value and positive in that relationship. Uh, but I'm a big fan of whatever works. And, and you know, I, I'm getting ready to do a live webinar uh, for 400 funeral professionals in, in New York. And I will get asked every single presentation that I give. Um, I still run an ad in the newspaper or I still put an, a billboard out. Like, do I need to stop doing those things and only do social? No. Whatever works is what you should be doing. If you're getting great value out of that billboard or that newspaper ad and you can track it and there's value there, then continue to do it, whatever is working. And I think that legacy is one of those components where you can, where you can have more exposure, which is really what you need. This is a relationship business. So the more consumers in your community that you can get in front of and build that relationship and provide value to them, is huge and you know legacy is doing a great job of bringing that traffic also back to funeral homes there's a lot of other components that that you know outside of just legacy pro that are valuable for funeral homes so um you know i i commend so think what about you're this doing. ryan right so think about this to your point the funeral home website is your number one priority as your business owner to make sure that it's optimized, that you're doing everything to get people to your website. And when they're there, that they're engaging in a meaningful way. And if that's buying flowers, so be it or leaving a condolence. However, I can tell you unequivocally, the online obituary section at your local newspaper's website is the most visited property in your entire community. 
hands down. It beats out local news sometimes double. So if if they're not going to be at your website and they're going to their newspapers online, you know, paper for all of their sports news and weather and in particular obits, how does your funeral home want to show up? Where does it show sure. up? And what impact are you going to do when they are there to engage them? So if you if you look at that as a bad thing, then I don't know if legacy really is a good solution. But so take your funeral home, your newspaper, now take the Google world and search. Yeah. If, if they're searching, chances are we're going to be able to help them, but we want to help them get to legacy, but then get to the funeral home. And, and we are a very open book. Like I am as, as candid as they come. And, you know, what we haven't done is really showed funeral homes the, the proof in the pudding. We will give you a dashboard that shows you more analytics than you know what to do with. And you can give it to a, your expert, a guy like you that says, is this good? Is what I'm doing here beneficial to my business? And if it's not, that's okay. But we just need to start doing more of that. You know, it's interesting, John, a, a thought came to my mind um, of two things that are declining in our business. Number one are newspapers. <laughs> Number two are flowers. Okay. So, so really having the argument by someone saying, well, you know, you just forget that they're declining business. What though is one of the most important elements of any business? It's intelligence. It's information. It's learning more about your potential uh, audience. So you guys really, you've probably got as much data and intelligence about our business and who visiting times where they look for and then, you know, on the flower side and, and the, you know, the newspaper, that's just immaterial anymore. And so uh, yeah. that's just what came to my mind, that if, if you're a business and you're serious about what you're doing, you really should know everything you sh uh, can possibly get your hands on in analytics. I mean, we do that at, at our business and, of course, Ryan and you guys do. But it's time where funeral homes step up their game. And I think there's a there's a move toward that where they're really going to have to make decisions for marketing, uh, pricing, all sorts of other things. How do we reach this audience? Because, you know, another piece of this, too, that is interesting to me is because our country far fetched. Look where the three of us are right now. I mean, we're literally at corners of the country. And so do you not think the same thing is going on with families and funerals and, you know, having to Zoom and that sort of thing? Where are they going to get their information? They're not going to drop by the funeral home in Scottsdale or in Boston or down here if we're everywhere else. They're dispersed. So why not have the mechanisms and everything you can have in place in order to attract them to get to your space? Does that make sense? Yeah, 100%. And again, being a former owner, my mindset is, you know, I just want as many people as humanly possible to see my name. I don't really care the platform that they're viewing it on. It could be mm -hmm. on Google Business or Yelp or uh, Facebook. It doesn't matter as long as they're seeing my name. It's the repetitive yep. marketing that you guys are experts at. But, you know, the fact that we do have what we do in terms of the traffic and we want to help that get back to funeral homes and or the funeral homes to participate in the value of having their, their brand, their obits and everything we put on our network and then show them the analytics behind it. And I think if we can get that, that you know, we can dispel a lot of the, the myths and bad information and, and, and I just call it noise in the marketplace that we are not a bad company. We are, we are you know, working strong and we've been listening for years. I, I can't believe it's been six years, but you know, I'm that funeral director inside the legacy world that 
has really hopefully been instrumental in saying, look, we've got a lot of good stuff here. We just need to help show it to the funeral homes. And yeah. I think we're really in a good spot to start to deliver on that. Well, it's interesting it. while you were saying that, uh, also thinking that it wasn't, but it wasn't a decade ago, okay, that funeral profession thought that the internet and websites were a bad thing. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, now that we're operating in the 20th century, and yes, I know what I just said. Don't type it up. <laughs> you got the century wrong. Um, that it, it's, it's changed. And so the dynamics of what we're doing, how we operate, um, literally, that's part of the theme here during this conference. And listening and talking to owners about what they've changed. Who would have thought, literally, about this week, a year ago? Okay, that Ryan and I have been talking online for five years. In fact, I think we're the pioneers of doing this thing, period. That I don't think so. I know so yeah. in the funeral business. And so Amen. it's typical now for everyone to communicate this way. I don't, I rarely make phone calls anymore. I'd rather see you face to face and let's just chat. So, you know, from the perspective of what legacy.com and you guys are providing, it's, I think, evolving to a space where it's becoming critical. And so I'm, I'm really glad that you came here and really started to expose. And as you say, have your own narrative. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I, I agree. And I appreciate the opportunity to, uh, to join you guys virtually. I, I'm not going to lie. I look forward to when we can get together in person, but right. this is, this is an accepted norm. And who would have thought funeral service, right? So COVID as, as bad as it is, has helped our profession you know, move forward in ways that we would have never imagined. And, and, you know, for that part, I'm grateful. Yeah, for sure. Well, John, thank you so much for, for being here. I think one of the things I've appreciated most about you over the last six years is you're always transparent um, and, and very forthright. You don't, you don't back down from the conversation uh, and, and really telling the, the, the story and giving both sides of the coin. So I appreciate you again, just living up to that, that narrative of, of just being transparent and truthful. Thank you for being on the show and willing to come on to, you know, start telling that, that story. Yeah. Well, again, thank you guys for the opportunity and, and look forward to when we connect again in person and virtually. That's right. You okay. know what? If you come out to uh, Scottsdale and Phoenix, you get two for one. So uh, Play some I, golf. I think that the weather out there this time is a little conducive, <laughs> John, to a trip compared to Boston. <laughs> well, you know, I, I took this trip. I just really, really, really want a vaccine. So peace of mind, I can feel better. And somehow we weren't on phase one, but I am going hunting for a vaccine next week. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, John. Until next time, Thanks, guys. have a great effing week. Out here.